0: trying to this week's podcast of our one year anniversary to Hollywood Squares. Um,
1: yay
0: yay Woo. and where did Betsy go? We lost <laughs> we
1: had internet connection. We lost her.
0: We lost her on the way. There she is. You're right. Although, oh God, I you now, Bob- grab- now Bobby is in Paul Lynn Square. <laughs> See, Bobby, Bobby is Paul Lynn for Thank everybody you. to know your backup plan. Trot. This is talking taboo with Tina this week with our one year anniversary. We're going to have some fun with this. Um, if you are new here, welcome, welcome to our channel. And our hand is now going to come out. And all of these are my previous guests from the year. Um, and, we all know the hand is gonna come out. <laughs> and tap on that bell down there guys and tick on that like screen, that like button and push on subscribe because you won't know when you're gonna have some fun with all of us again. So let's, uh, let's get this party started. My name is Tina Ginn. I am with Talking Taboo with Tina on our Your Backup Plan. I am an emergency preparedness coach, a best-selling author uh, of In the Blink of an Eye. Yes, we all know what can happen in the blink of an eye. It's this fast. Just like that, that's what happens when you do things quickly. I'm a financial expert and an app developer of Your Backup Plan. So welcome, everybody. If you are new here, welcome to our show today. Let's get this party started. We have listeners from all around the world. We have special guests from the United States and Canada today and one partially from Greece, but we're going to go around the room and we are going to introduce ourselves. So Linda, Linda, you were a previous guest on our show. Do you want to introduce
2: yourself? Sure. Hello, everyone. Linda Bryce here from Western Massachusetts in the Berkshires. I'm a best-selling author, The Courage to Care, Being Fully Present with the Dying. And that was the topic of the show with Tina. I'm also an educator, a death doula and a bedside singer. And she does a really good job of that. That's for sure. And Dr. Claire Biedenharn
3: is here. Hello everybody. I'm Dr. Claire Biedenharn, Amazon bestseller of your, I'm your listening partner. My book is Heart to Heart, spiritual care through deep listening, and my focus is working with burned-out healthcare workers. And I had a great time with Tina on the podcast, and it's really fun being here with y'all tonight. I'm from the Kentucky area.
0: Awesome. And Timothy is here, and we like to call him Tim on our show. Tim, where are you from?
4: Hi, everybody. I live in Redondo Beach, California, just south of the... Los Angeles Airport, and I uh, am a mental health advocate, and I uh, have a podcast, Time Out for Mental Health, where we talk to sports figures and thought leaders um, about serious mental health issues, uh, depression, and relationships, and suicide, and and men's masculinity, how toxic masculinity affects all the relationships between men and women. So I'm trying to change the world by talking to 150 million people in the world who uh, don't like to uh, get help with their mental wellness, mental performance.
0: And you know nothing about that, do you, Tim?
4: (laughs) I've done a little research.
0: And Paul, Paul comes to us, he's in the middle square. We have to somehow move you around there. I like the
1: middle square, I like it. All right, it's all good, it's all good. Hi everybody, Paul Fortune from Long Beach, California. And I help people rewrite their story and take control of their lives. Take back the pen and write the story they want for their lives. Not for anybody else, but for themselves. And I developed a Facebook group called Rewrite Your Story where people from all over the world can share their stories with support and no judgment. Where there are only to support. We have meetup groups once a month. I interview great people. It's a great community. So come on board, rewrite your story, and I'm excited to answer these questions.
0: Uh-oh, just wait, just wait. <laughs> Lori, Lori's just down the road from me.
5: Yeah, Uh, my name is Lori Herchebys. I live uh, just outside of Vancouver, British Columbia. I'm uh, one of the few that's actually in Tina's neighborhood. Um, I'm owner of Anora Cremation Barrel and Events. We are a full funeral provider, uh, helping with the practical and also the heartfelt. Um, We focus on sustainability, unique events, of course, helping helping with traditional, but um, we like to support local artisans and uh, carpenters. Again, my name is Lori.
0: Awesome. That was an awesome podcast. We, I I actually learned quite a bit of all the new stuff that's out now. It's it's incredible. And there she is,
6: Athanasia. Did I say it quick enough? (laughs) I can never get it right. You mix two names, actually. My name is Athanasia. Athanasia. I'm from, I'm originally from Greece. I am a road safety advocator. I have experienced the unfortunate event of a horrific accident that happened in the blink of an eye, as uh, Tina mentioned. So this is, has this has become my mission to raise road safety awareness and help maybe people or inspire and motivate people not to experience and not to make my story their story. And I am also the host of a podcast called Crash Victim life survivor and I had fun sharing my story with Tina on her podcast and it's very nice to be here and I can't wait to listen to the questions. It's exciting. It is exciting and Bobby.
7: Hi well I'm Bobby Hedglin-Taylor and I'm coming to you from Brooklyn, New York. Yo Brooklyn. Uh, yeah, yeah. I <laughs> Brooklyn to the house, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, uh, I'm by trade a former trapeze artist. I design aerial sequences for Broadway shows, cruise ships, rock concerts, but I'm also a two-time author and uh, Tina, our podcast was my very first podcast as an author, so uh, it was really uh, special to me and uh, I just published my first book on Wednesday and it's called Shit My Mama Says. <laughs> and basically it is, uh, it's a humorous look at life while dealing with dementia and um, losing mm-hmm. my mom to COVID in the pandemic uh, sort of sparked me to write because there no- nobody has trapezes in their living rooms. Well, I'm, I mean, I don't know about you, Tina, but. Um, you <laughs> we have, there's, polls.
0: there's polls, there's yeah. polls,
7: but uh, so when when pandemic hit, I just changed my my art and I started writing and I wrote a cookbook, which is a memoir called Escape to Ravioli Mountain, a memoir in food. And then I wrote Shit My Mama Says with all my mother's amazing humorous quotes about life while she was dealing with dementia. And uh, glad to be here.
0: And mm-hmm. Bobby is a comedian as well. And he has some great, great recipes, drinks
8: and recipes. So yes. awesome. Yes. Yeah and betsy hi everybody thanks for having me tina i'm excited i'm from isla new jersey and i am east
3: Coast.
8: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i am host, uh, chatting with betsy on a passionate world talk radio network and i am creator founder of the facebook group hashtag kick alzheimer's ass movement so I went from raising awareness in my car to interviewing people. I just interviewed Hadassah Lieberman on Monday. I couldn't believe it. And
0: do you know who she also, this is like for all of us old people on the show. (laughs) (laughs) She interviewed Sissy. Everybody know? remember who Sissy is? Buffy and
7: Sissy. Like the family affair. The, oh yeah, of course. Okay. Wow, I'm not. Yeah, that old.
0: yeah, I'm not that old either. I don't remember <laughs> at all.
7: <laughs> reruns.
5: They were reruns. <laughs>
0: um, so let's get the party started, guys. Now that we have all of that um, work completed, so we are going to start with a funny question, and I'll I'll just ask the question. And then I'll ask someone to answer it. During the eighteenth century, it was common for a bride to sell something at her wedding reception to help pay for the cost of the wedding. What did she sell?
3: Paul, you
0: look like you have an answer to that question.
1: She sold her underwear.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. It <laughs> was just something special about her underwear.
1: I, I don't know, but she had a self to sell it. make ends meet. To <laughs> okay. Uh,
0: Tim, what did, she, the, what did the bride sell? Uh,
4: I think she sold her soul.
0: Uh, no, that could be. Yes, absolutely. Uh, and then, one more. Dr. Claire, what did she sell? Her Chastity Belt. That's oh, good one. Good one. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> and Bobby, God only knows what you're going to say. <laughs>
7: I, I know what Paul's answer was, so <laughs> she, sold her, she sold her firstborn.
0: Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Good one.
7: Put the gloves away, Tina. We <laughs> <laughs> all scared here. about my last yeah. exam. Yeah,
0: yeah Exactly. All right, let's go to a serious question. Does everyone familiar with the condo collapse that was recently happened in beautiful Surfside, Florida? Mm -hmm. 97 victims of the Surfside collapse. Were all the victims, were they all supposed to be put together for that fate? We need that question of da, 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 da. No, no, people no, in the pardon what was the
8: part of the question
0: so the question is were they were all the vic- victims supposed to be put all together there at one twenty two a.m to have their fate was that fate were they all supposed to be put there no You want
8: to go first, Betsy? You say no. Why do you say no? I heard, uh, I say no because I heard a story from one of the uh, people that they weren't supposed somebody and her family was not supposed to be there and they weren't. Um, but I don't remember their name. So not everybody was supposed to be there. Uh, if you believe in fate, you know, yeah. Uh some people are meant to, to have been there. Uh that was their time to go, I guess. Um why do some people survive and some don't? Only God can answer that. I don't have the answer to that. That's, That's great. I feel. I That's great. Lori, right. what do you think? <sighs>
5: um, it's a tough one. Um, but I would say I guess ultimately we're Our days are numbered and when time's up, time's up as tragic as it is.
0: Yeah, that's an incredible tragedy. I I can't even fathom for the people that didn't survive and I can't fathom the ones that did because even they lost their homes in the end. So it's incredible. What do you think, Paul?
1: What was the answer to the first question? Was there an answer to that question? Like what? What was the the what was the bride sell? What was the actual answer to that question? Is there a real well, answer? To it?
0: Well, Bobby said it because that's what oh. Paul Lint had said. Oh, they, got it. Okay. Yeah, they they said that they sold their their born.
1: Oh, got it. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, unfortunately, uh, it was their time to go um, unfairly, but happened in such a tragedy.
0: Yeah. What do you think, Linda?
2: There are those who would say yes. I'm not sure whether I would be that uh, certain. I would suggest, though, that whenever something like this happens. It reminds us to treat every single day as precious, to keep our relationships current, and to be a blessing while we're here.
0: Absolutely. And I, I say to the condo collapse myself that if anyone was given five minute notice or evacuation notice for wildfires or anything like that, you're blessed because All those victims weren't given any notice. And as well, you know, in a car accident, you know, to say, hold on, don't hit me yet. I have five minutes, I've been told, before you hit me. So, yeah, uh, I think we all are blessed. What do you think, Tim?
4: That's a tough one. You know, I know from previous uh, learning that um, the angel of death, is, appears around you for 30 days before you pass away. And I think it's just, um, you know, it was strange that all those people were together. I mean, Mm -hmm. is that fate? I don't know. It's a, it's a very difficult question. I just feel terrible for everybody who, who was involved and, um, you know, safety first. That's all I got to say. That's that's my mantra.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think there were signs and people just missed it. My, that's my
6: honest opinion. What do you think, Anastasia? I say it fast enough. I get it right. <laughs> you, you tell it's fine, just fine. You called call me Nasia if it's easier. Oh, okay. Well, being in, a, being in a car accident myself and losing two friends that day, so we were in the same vehicle, four people. Two, unfortunately, they didn't survive, and two of us, we did. I'm not sure if I can um, say if I I believe in fate, Um, but I do believe in being in the wrong place, in the wrong uh, moment. So, um, I don't know. If I was in the back seats of the vehicle, I wouldn't be here with you today. So... I don't know, it's a tough question. I don't think there's an answer, but I will have to agree with uh, Timothy about safety. Safety comes first and we need to be cautious, aware, and take all the measures we need to uh, keep ourselves safe.
0: That's right, thank you. What do you think, Bobby?
7: Oh, it's such a loaded question too. Um, there are some people who believe that you have a specific amount of time on this planet, and it's and sometimes when you're clustered with other people of the same clock, you all go at the same time. That is of a, a totally different belief that I have. I believe you go when you go when you, and 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 that's you know that happens. Uh, like like, um, Anastasia, did I did I butcher it too? <laughs> We're just going to call you Annie, okay? (laughs) Um, No, um, so uh, I used to work in the basement of the South Tower of uh, the, the World Trade Center. I was on my way to work on the day of the first bombing, and I forgot something, and I had to turn around and go back. When I got into my apartment, the phone rang, and my father was like, what the hell's going on down there? And I was like, down where? I'm on my way to work. And he's like, no, they just bombed the World Trade Center. So someone was looking out for me, and mm-hmm. someone you know made me turn around and do something. So I, I feel I do feel like there are, I, I believe in angels. If that you know as as and I believe that there there is, uh, I believe in an afterlife, and I also but I also believe that our time is limited on the planet, so we should make every day count. And um, I I do I do think though that personally. Sometimes your circumstances don't match up with the clock. And sometimes you're just in the wrong place at the wrong time. Um, but also, there's just too much uh, metaphysically going on that I can't mm-hmm. explain. And, I, and I, in some ways, I do believe that it is, it is fate for some people. And you just happen to be in a cluster with other people have the same clock. And, but you never know. I mean, we won't know, I won't know until I'm dead and then it'll be impossible to get in touch with you. <laughs> <laughs> no, it won't be. Or it will, well, that's, that's true, we'll have, to, so yeah. then will have to have a seance and, you know, and I'll come back home <laughs> and I'll knock three times on your wall.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and will you sing the song
7: too? Yes, <laughs> of course, I'll, that's how you I know i the three
0: times on the ceiling if you
7: want
0: <laughs> me. Did I get everybody? everybody answer yes not
3: me not you okay Claire. go for it well you know um one of my hats is that i'm a united methodist minister and so uh as as the bible says you know we don't know the time of the day but i think it's really interesting how uh and and i don't know about you but i don't know if i want to know when my time's coming but I just it's really interesting to me. I saw the interview with a young man who had uh was over at his girlfriend's apartment and he really wanted to go home to the condo and she talked him right. into staying and yeah. I I so I I think that there's a lot of mystery around us. I think that there's so I think there's a whole another level of awareness around us and uh that we maybe can't see. But I think, too, that um, I believe in angels, too. And I think that those who died were comforted. And uh, my husband died three years ago, y'all. He shows up all the time. <laughs> he comes to me in dreams. He comes to me in songs. And whenever I'll just say, oh, James, I wish you were here. I drove to Virginia and by myself not too long ago. I said, dang, James, I wish you could be here while... You know, I'm making this drive by myself. All of a sudden, his playlist, his Apple playlist, started playing on my radio, and it was like he was saying, "Okay, here we are. I'm along for the ride." So, uh, I but I don't mean to make light of this terrible tragedy, and um, but I think people are that those people were comforted. And my prayer is that those who survived, not just the families, but the people who actually survived it, because I think about survivor guilt and just ask for peace for everybody.
0: Absolutely. And you know, I I know one story that will get you is, um, uh, there was one gentleman that passed away as one of the victims of the 97, and he was with his brother, I'm sorry, his nephew. His nephew came over to sleep overnight. He was a, uh, had an ex, had two children, a daughter and a son. He was coaching the baseball team for the sun and it was raining out. And he said, can I, called his ex-wife. They were in communication with each other. And he said, can I drop him off? Not tonight because it's raining and her she said her first answer right out of her mouth was no bring them home but we're go- I'm going to take them fishing tomorrow it doesn't matter bring them home hmm. so he dropped them off at home and he went to the condo with his nephew and died and it's very very interesting because she said that it was one word that made a difference
2: yes or no mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: I find that incredible, absolutely incredible. And if he had have said, well, my nephew is over tonight. I'll, you know, there'll be some fun for the kids. She probably would have
3: said yes. But he, she, he, he didn't. And she listened to her intuition. How many times do we have feelings like that and we dismiss
4: them?
0: Absolutely. Yeah, we do. So let's go on to a funny one, guys.
4: Okay. okay please. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. A friend offers to give you a French 75. What would that be? the Question, please. Absolutely. A friend offers to give you a French 75. What would that be? Hmm. 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 Paul, what do you think a French 75 is?
1: French 75. Red wine.
0: Oh, that's a cool answer. What does the 75 Hmm. represent?
1: The great vineyard of 75.
8: (laughs) 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 What do
0: you think, Betsy?
8: A
6: French (laughs) kid. <laughs> um, what do you what do you think, Nasia? Oh my god, I don't know. Well when you when you asked the question and because English is not my first language and I don't understand everything, by okay. listening French 75, my mind drifted and went to uh you know the tools that mechanics use, the French key. <laughs> I said, okay, something like that. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's a good one. Good one, Tim. What do you think?
4: Uh, It's a cocktail, but I don't know what's what's in it. I have no clue.
2: Yeah, I don't Uh, either. Yeah, I'm not sure. I think it's gin and champagne. Oh, that's That's an interesting combination.
4: Uh, Yeah. Is that your final
2: answer, Linda? Gin and champagne. Sure, I, that's that's what I thought of. It's once upon a time, at a restaurant, it was on the menu, and I said, "Oh, this sounds interesting. Let me try this."
0: <laughs> yeah. Bobby, what do you think it is? If a if a friend it, offers to give you a French seventy five, what would that be?
7: Well, I hope it's a really good friend, and they give you five sixty nines. <laughs> <laughs> Where's, <laughs> where's
0: the, where's the guard?
1: I,
7: I hope no kids are watching. They're ruined for <laughs> <their> life now. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: what do you, what do you think, Lori? What do you think if a friend offers uh, to give you a French seventy-five?
5: A French seventy-five. That sounds like a date with a sugar daddy. Ooh, that could be too. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> What do you think, Claire? I would would think I would say no thank you, whatever it
7: is. (laughs) (laughs) Dr. Claire has a 74. She doesn't need a
2: 75.
0: (laughs) 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 Oh, that's funny. And I'm going to go the opposite because if a friend asked me, I'd be like, go for it. (laughs) <laughs> Whatever it is, let's, let's figure that one out. <laughs> all right, so does everybody know who Ann Landers is? Yes.
1: Yeah. Is, that, is nah.
7: she mm-hmm. Okay, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, she's nice, Barbara um, Walters from the 70s. Okay. Yeah. Ann
2: Landers, Dear Abby, okay. Dear Amy, all of yeah. those.
7: Okay.
0: Right, so she was like, ask her a question, and she'd give you the manner proper manner of answer, I guess you could call it. For those who don't know. Here so does Ann Landers think there is anything wrong with you if you do the housework in the nude? Da 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 da
6: da what do you think, Nasia? <laughs> I go first. Oh my. I have no idea who that person is doing housework nude. It kind of reminds me my country. Come on, I'm coming from Greece, it's so warm. There's no way I can do housework fully dressed. <laughs> no, just kidding. I <laughs> but I can picture that actually. I can picture people doing housework in nude.
1: <laughs> Absolutely.
0: Uh, what do you think, Paul?
1: As long as I can keep my shoes on, because I don't get my feet dirty while I'm doing the, doing the cleaning, I'm okay with it.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, that's good. That's good. What do you think, Tim?
4: I actually had a, uh, somebody clean my house and ask me if it was okay to do that. And I said, look, I'm not going to be here, so you can do whatever the heck you want.
0: <laughs> and you didn't tell her you had cameras set up. You know?
4: <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I think it's a little strange, but whatever, you know, if it it makes you happy, it doesn't hurt anybody, so.
0: Yeah, true, true. What do you think, Lori?
5: Well, I think that Anne Landers would say, sure, as long as you draw your blinds, draw your curtains.
0: Uh, Just share it amongst your own household. Mm
8: -hmm.
5: That's
0: good, too. Yeah. I remember on the Friends show where they'd always be peeking in the other apartment buildings. (laughs) Yeah. What do you think, Betsy?
8: Well, I don't like wearing clothes. (laughs) 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 I never have. Uh, I do wear, no, I wear as little clothes as possible in the house. So, hey, if you want to clean naked, go right ahead. (laughs) All the more power to you, is what you're saying. (laughs)
3: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What do you think, Claire? I, I think she would say uh, at least put on an apron.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and don't bend over? Is that <laughs> what you're saying? Okay. All right. <laughs> what do you think, Linda? Uh, I think uh, she'd say if you want to put some more spice into your romantic life, Go ahead and do it. That's probably Especially when what someone is watching. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah. All right. What do you think, Bobby?
7: I'm so accident prone. I would be in the ER and, and I'd have to tell the doctor that I had an accident with the vacuum cleaner and <laughs> I just wouldn't be kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even I don't even like to shower naked. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So Um, you're telling me you don't know how the the switch is on the vacuum, is that what you're telling me?
7: (laughs) I don't, I, I, you know, I, I, after 50, you know, I don't even want to look down, you know. (laughs) 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 You know, I I had a peeping Tom look in and pull down the shade. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness me.
0: Who am I missing? Did I miss you, Paul?
1: No, you got me. I, I said got you first. Yeah,
0: that's right. That's right. Okay. Um, the second question is, there are a few movies out there. Sliding Doors is one, if anybody's seen that one. Heaven Can Wait. Is your time up? When it's up? Has anyone seen those movies?
2: No.
7: Heaven can wait is I think it was I in saw, the eighties. Yeah, I saw Heaven can wait, but I, I think what I saw. Yeah. It's been a really long time. It's an
5: old movie. Who was in it?
7: I forget. I We're now remember. saying that movies in the eighties are old. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> like, I'm sorry, so no. And I sliding doors, was,
2: doors uh, but I don't know when. It's been a very long time.
0: It's about, I think a 10 year old movie now. It it was when a woman had multiple pathways to take and she chose one, but they all ended up going to the same direction in the end. It just took different lengths of time to get there. Huh. Mm-hmm. So what are your thoughts?
3: Is, is your When your time is up, it's up? Mm-hmm. You wanna start, Claire? My husband died at 2.59 on good friday and for those in the christian tradition they say christ died at three so somebody said you know jim wanted to get out of town before the big guy came so um (laughs) i i think watching him die and slip away i think it was his time and in his way and uh yeah i do i think it's that possibly possibly what do you think, Lori? You've
0: seen a lot of this sort of stuff.
5: Yeah, um, I think ultimately, um, I, I I just can't help but uh, go with my my Christian roots, which is that uh, the plan's been the plan since before we existed. So, like with the gal in that movie, where no matter what, she mm-hmm. still end up with the same result. I, I yeah, I think that's right.
8: Okay. What do you think, Betsy? Yes, I think uh, before we're born, God has a date for us when we go. And nothing is going to stop that. I watched my husband die. I knew that was his time. No one else knew, but I knew. And it's just incredible in a way when you see someone passing you know, my husband, before he couldn't open his eyes, he would look up the ceiling and I'd say, Matt, what do you see? You see angels. And I believe that he saw angels. He was seeing dead people before he died. And I just believe when your time's up, your time is up. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think Linda? Well,
2: um, how much time do we have? (laughs) Just a short answer. Okay. Um, Short answer would be, um, I believe that before we incarnate, we have chosen a plan for ourselves. Whatever it is that we want to work on, lessons, people in our lives. And then we come here uh, to, to the extent we can realize that. I've also heard and read, and it feels right to me that there are times within our life that something happens, and we have a choice at that moment. To go back home, to spirit world, or to stay here. And all of these stories you read about near-death experiences with people coming back and saying, I really wanted to stay, it's so loving, it's so peaceful, it's so this, it's so that, and I was told it's not my time and I come back. Um, It's very true. Yeah, um, there does seem to be a lot of communication what I would just generally call the unseen world as we near our own deaths. There are so many reports of that. And I mentioned, talk about that in my book as well. Uh, When my husband was a cradle Catholic and when he decided for him, when he decided he was ready, he said, I'm ready to die. Three days later, he was gone. And However, he waited until he kept asking, when is the Feast of the Assumption? Mm. August 15th. He always said this prayer to Mary, the Virgin Mary. And there's a line in there about, I fly unto you. Mm. Uh, I've often felt, and I'm getting shivers as I relate this, that he intentionally waited until the morning of August 15th. Hmm, that's interesting. On her feast day.
6: Mm-hmm.
2: It meant it obviously meant something
0: to her, <clears throat> it right? did. It did. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. So what do you think, Paul? I
1: I feel like we just don't know when it's our time. So I think people have said it earlier, we got to make the most of it every day. Do something that mm-hmm. gives you joy, whatever that is. Making somebody smile, cook your favorite dish, drive your favorite place. Do something that gives you joy. And I think that that's all we can do.
0: Awesome. What do you think, Bobby?
1: Uh, well, I hit the snooze bar
7: all the time in the morning. So it's like snooze, snooze. I don't want to get up. <laughs> I'd be the one to be like, you're dying. No, no. Give me five more minutes. Five more minutes. <laughs> five more minutes. I'll be, I, I'll, be, I'll be there in a minute. And um, I, you know, when it comes to death, I, 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 I this past year, have had the closest uh, amount of death in my life that I ever want to see. I lost seventeen friends to COVID. I lost six relatives, my mother included, my mother's sister, my uncle. We're having their memorial. We're having a memorial for six people uh, on August fourteenth. It's so funny that you should mention August fifteenth because um, the minister that I have coming from our church from when I grew, this is the church that I was baptized in. I was, you know, born and raised Roman Catholic. Um, he actually asked if, if we were definitely doing it on Saturday because he, he had the, the mass that's done on Sunday. And I totally forgot until you just told me. And now I'm like, well, I'm giving him extra ZD at the party because um, he's, you know, he's, he's taking some time out to help my family. So, um, but as far as death goes, um, my father, I, I had a lot of prep with my father when he died because he was dying of lung cancer. And he actually, we were, we were sitting on the bed together in his hospital bed and in our living room watching Greece. And I always say, Olivia Newton-John killed my father. Um, no, but, uh, and I mean that jokingly, of course, but it was his time to go. But we watched that movie because that was a movie we saw together. He took me to see Greece in the theater. And, um, and then I felt him leave. And that was more traumatic than getting a phone call that your mom passed away in a nursing home. Yeah, and yeah. It, it's hard to watch the one you, the people you love, pass. And it, it's it's, but it's also their survivor guilt as well, because you're like, well, why wasn't, why didn't, why wasn't me? You know, why did it have to be him? And he was my dad was sixty when he died. So it was, you know, um, uh, so it's it, it it you death is a mystery. You know, to and and we never know, uh, we never know what is on the other side. Uh, I know that there's something because there has to be. There's no way we didn't. We, there's no way we came here for no reason. And um, no, whatever that is, whatever you believe it is, um, I definitely believe there's another. There's another level that we're going to. But um, I, I try. I, I mean, uh, this year in particular, I never thought that I would be at such an intimate relationship with death, and and I think that that. You know, when you look at the numbers for COVID, that yeah. was 600,000 people in America. That's 600,000 families affected. And I mm-hmm. think everyone has a little PTSD that we're all processing. And, um, it, you know, people say, you know, do, do you fear death? I don't fear death. I fear the unknown, you know. And, and I, I, fear, I, fear the, uh, I fear for the people that I leave behind because I take care of so many people in my life. Um, so I really feel like there is, um, there, there is, there's no, there's no easy answer because, you know, I'm, I'm not dead yet. You know, I just, (laughs) sorry, Tina, I tried, it just didn't work. (laughs) No, um, you know, but I, I kind of feel like I will fight to stay alive as much as possible. And I, and, and in, in, in the, in honor of those who left us, I will fight every minute to stay alive and to spread the word of joy my mother's my mother's message was not a sad one my book is called shit my mama says cuz got to tell you she told me a lot of crazy stuff <laughs> and i had to cry i had to write it down and um because i i when i started post I, I, the way that i would deal with the anticipatory grief that i was having was making these posts up on facebook and and instagram and with the hashtag shit my mama says and um people would get such a kick out of it and I compiled them all in one place, and I just spent the whole time when I was writing laughing so much. And she was alive again. In that, yeah. in, and she's, uh, you know, she's alive now in every copy of the book. And she actually, um, you know, I know that I, I, I love, I love making people laugh. It, to me, it's like uh, that's that's like heroin to me. I, there is nothing more addictive than making people laugh and seeing smiles on faces. People's faces because something you said or did, um, but that was my mother's coping mechanism. She always wanted to make people laugh, whether she was in a tense situation or someone else was in a tense situation. It was her coping mechanism, and I kind of have absorbed it myself. And um, and that's why I, 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 honest, you know, t- uh, not to take up too much time, but that I really feel like there is, uh, <laughs> there is another, there is another plane that we're going to,
0: mm-hmm. and oh, that's um, cool. So. Oh, thank you.
6: So, Bobby's, Bobby's called you Annie. Annie. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Annie? Annie. <laughs> well, first, I would like to say to Bobby, sorry for your losses. Uh, that's really sad. And I have to agree with Paul. So, I'm going to focus more on the word time than my time is up because we never know when our time is up. It can happen in a blink of an eye. But we can focus on our time here and be kind and be um, gentle, kind, welcoming, caring, loving with everyone. So when our time is up, we can
4: just let go.
0: Yeah. No, that's excellent. Thank you. What do you think,
4: Tim? Well, uh, a couple things. Uh, I've been taught there's no accidents in life and so then I think fate is appropriate and that we like Linda said we we come here in the physical world to make corrections on our past life things that we didn't do we didn't complete and we come back until those are complete now regarding Bobby and the shit my mother said I'll share this with you in closing, and that is when she was in hospice, I went to visit her, and when I walked in, she said, what the hell are you doing here, number one. And then number two, she said, well, since you're here, do me a favor, go out and get me a fifth of scotch and a cheeseburger. (laughs) That's the way she wanted to go out. She always on her own terms. So Mm -hmm. I said, yes, ma'am, you got it. (laughs)
0: that's funny combination yeah did i get everyone yes i think so all right here comes a funny one anything brings tears to a monkey's eyes what would that be hmm what do you think, Tim?
4: When they take the bananas away, of course. <laughs>
0: that's a good one, that's a good one. What do you think, Paul?
1: When they put on the diaper. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's probably true too. What do you think, Lori?
5: What brings tears to a monkey's eyes? Um, onions. <laughs>
8: <laughs> what do you think Betsy Well someone already said what I was going to say But I'll say no playmate
3: Yeah probably two Yes What do you think Claire Well I'll, I'll, onions is my if That's good I, I was thinking hay fever So, <laughs> Oh yeah I wonder if they get that too I don't
2: know
0: What do you think, Linda?
2: They're trees. Mm. Deforestation. And that's double-edged because of the environmental impact as well as for them personally.
0: Yes, probably. Very true. That's changing on those poor little guys. What do you think, Annie?
6: I would say living in a cage. Mm. Yeah. That's probably true too, and just eat all day bananas from people that are just looking at me. If I was a monkey, yeah. (laughs) And Bobby, what do you think?
7: Tarzan without a (laughs) loincloth.
0: He's gonna (laughs) cry.
3: I'm
7: sorry, everybody. I, this is heroin to me. So making you laugh is what I love doing.
0: (laughs) Well, so the monkey could cry or he could laugh in your respect.
7: (laughs) Depends on how long it never (laughs) Let's
6: not go there. (laughs) Next question. (laughs) Did
0: I get everyone on that one? I think I did. All right. Um, with the emerging blueprint that's coming out for your backup plan app it has a treasure box what would you put into your treasure box for your legacy
7: Mm.
2: Mm. Mm -hmm.
5: wow
0: Lori, you're probably quick at answering that one
5: um no because i'm thinking about so many things so in my treasure box, for my backup plan, Um, I'm going to have to say my USB with all the photos.
0: That's a good one, yeah. All your photos so that people have
8: them. Yeah. What do you think, Betsy? You know what, I'm going to say pictures, um, yeah. videos, yeah. The memory, those memories. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. And what do you think, Paul?
1: Yeah, I'm I'm the same way. Pictures, videos, anything that was of me.
3: Okay. What do you think, Claire? My Girl Scout uniform. Oh, <laughs> <laughs>
7: That's a good one
3: the other day. Why not? What the heck? Yeah, absolutely. Does it have your name on it still? No, but I have my sash with my badges ah. and I found my green beanie. So yeah. there. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what do you think, Linda? It have to be music. Have to be music. Maybe my um my dying playlist.
0: And um, what about you
2: singing? Would it include that
0: too?
2: Sure. Yeah. Okay.
1: Wait, what, wait, Linda, you have a dying playlist.
2: Yeah. Don't you have one yet? You can be. Oh, I do on not have it. a
1: dying playlist.
5: You <laughs> do know what Linda does for a living, right?
2: <laughs> yes. We never know when, but I'm working on it. I love. I love music. I'm a singer to the dying among others things. So uh, yes, I'm accumulating my list of songs and uh, need to make sure my but, survivors know where it is so they can play it for me. Excuse right. me? And what songs you want played? Yes, and what songs I want played. So I would also put in the sheet music for the songs that have come through me. That's a good one too. It's
0: mm-hmm. a good one.
2: And what do you think, Tim?
4: I would put in there my heart.
0: Aww. And what would you have on your heart?
4: It, you know, you talk about legacy, and, and that's, um, that, that's what I've given. And I continue to give, you know, to others and help others. And um, I'm all about the heart.
0: Nice. That's very sweet. And that's very cutting your edge out of your masculinity. Good (laughs) job on that one. Good job. So what do you think, Annie? What would you put in your
6: treasure box? I would uh, say my first response was to to put pictures as memories, but I think I would put pictures in words or in paintings, oh, so that's I would nice. paint my own pictures to share memories. Yeah, that's beautiful keepsake. And I don't know what Bobby's going to say.
7: <laughs> actually, not going to make you laugh with this one. No, actually, my books, um, both books are from the heart, and they are um, my my cookbook with with all the stories of my childhood in there, as well as Mom's book because you know, I want her to live on. And that's the way that I see, uh, both the, that's why, you know, during that time period I had COVID. So I was sick the day after my mom passed. I I woke up with COVID. So I started writing that day because I didn't know if I was going to make it. Mm
3: -hmm. And I
7: just poured everything out. And, and then I was like, Oh, you mean I'm going to live? Oh God, great. I'm going to publish this now. Um, you know, but, uh, because you get that close and you, you know, because I live in Queens, New York, which was the outbreak, uh, is where the main outbreak of COVID happened. Our hospitals were overrun, um, ambulances every 20 minutes passing the house. So if there's anything that was a motivator to get your story written out, that was it. And I, you know, I don't I wanna share it with as many people as possible. And and after I'm gone, I'll live on just like my mother's living on in my book.
8: Right
0: especially if you can share those recipes.
7: Absolutely. Chocolate Mm. peanut butter martini is the best.
0: Mm. (laughs) Sounds so good, doesn't it?
7: It really tastes just like a, it tastes like a peanut butter cup, best Mm. recipe in the book.
0: We're all gonna make people drink here. Um, (laughs) (laughs) All right, I have a good one for you. Everyone listening, the Vatican recently lifted its ban on female visitors to St. Peter's who wear mini skirts, shorts, and see-through blouses. But there's one condition. What would that be?
8: What do you think, Betsy? What would that be? I have no idea. I'll say their head has to be covered. Your what did you say? Their head has to be covered. Okay.
6: That's a good answer. Good answer. What do you think, Annie? I would say they can wear whatever they want or they don't want as long as they wear a kaftan on top of it. Uh Yeah.
0: That's a good answer what do you think claire
3: shoes have to wear shoes
5: oh good one
0: good one what do you
7: think
5: lori um they have to go to confession
7: while they're there Stole my Lori. <laughs> Sorry, I was also a Catholic.
0: <laughs> That's funny. That's a good one. What do you think, Paul?
1: The guys have to wear a blindfold. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's a good one, too. I know what, I, no one said my answer yet, so there you go. Linda, what
2: do you think? I actually thought of the same thing that Annie said. I, I would...
3: Oh,
2: it's, it's, it's not, it's not a funny question for me. I, I, um, I would not want to see anyone dressed that way mm-hmm. in that sacred space. Right. So, so. The, my only answer is to be completely covered. <laughs> right. Because
0: then they can wear whatever they want underneath. Right. Right. So, yeah. Okay. What do you think,
7: Bobby? You, I said go to, I, I was gonna say go to confession or, uh, uh, or maybe the altar boys have to be dressed the same. I don't know. Um, <laughs> uh, I think, uh, you know, part of me is also with Linda because I'm like, Ugh, I get nervous when I see people wearing jeans to church. So it's like, mm-hmm. you know, it is kind of a sacred space.
4: We should be respectful.
0: Yeah, right. What do you think, Tim?
4: Well, uh, off of what Paul said, I I think that uh, all the men have to wear their glasses. Oh,
0: (laughs) go the other way. (laughs) 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 My answer to that question was going to be, you can wear that on the top, but you have to wear pants. But, um, yeah, I don't know what they were thinking back in the 70s. I don't know what Paul Lynn said to that one. Do you remember Bobby what he said?
7: Uh no. Nope. <laughs> no.
0: I don't I don't remember. All right. Second the next question is who's generally better looking? A fairy or a pixie? What do you think, Tim?
4: <laughs> These are so hard, I don't know. Um <laughs> I'll just say a fairy. I don't know what a pixie looks like.
0: Oh, there you go. So you just picked
6: one anyways, right? Yeah. What do you think, Annie? Well, I I don't know what a pixie is, but I have an idea what a fairy is. And fairies
2: <laughs> are always beautiful, so I'll go with fairies.
5: Yeah.
2: Okay, that's good. What do you think, Linda? They both are, because they're being themselves. Aww. Oh, that's sweet. Ding! <laughs>
7: <laughs> Every what do time you a think? bell rings, a fairy gets their wings. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think,
1: Paul? <laughs> uh, I think it's the pixie, because I think uh, the pixie is supposed to be cute. Uh,
0: I, I'll, I'll answer that in a second. What do you think, Bobby?
7: Well, I live in New York. We have lots of fairies.
8: <laughs> and are they cute? They're, they're
7: adorable. <laughs> I haven't seen babies, <laughs> fairies,
8: fairies
7: are good looking, I guess. I'll say fairies. Do you have
0: pixies <laughs> in New York, too?
7: Not that I've been around. <laughs> 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 I just fly with the fairies. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
3: Literally. <laughs> Oh, gosh. What do you think, Claire? Well, I'd say either one as long as they don't wear uh, short skirts and see-through blouses. (laughs) (laughs) That's true, too, isn't it?
0: What do you think, Laurie?
5: Um, It depends how much I've had to drink, I guess.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's true.
5: (laughs) Which one looks
8: better on the day? Yeah. What do you think, Betsy? Well to be honest, I didn't never heard of Pixies except for a Pixie haircut that I had back when I was a little girl. <laughs> yeah. So I know that uh the haircuts were cute. I guess they're both beautiful in their own way. Yes.
0: Yes, I'll absolutely. Awesome. Yeah.
8: Did I get everybody? I think so. Mm-hmm. So
0: I believe a pixie is like a fairy, but it's a little bit um mysterious and gets into trouble a little bit by doing they don't do mean things they do fun and funny things but that's the difference between a fairy and a pixie i guess it depends on what kind of attitude you want from them that's probably
6: the answer it's a naughty fairy
0: naughty fairy so to speak (laughs) and um The last question Mm. is there is now a travel agency that specializes in nude cruises to Europe. What (laughs) should you wear to dinner?
8: (laughs) (laughs) Betsy, what do you think? (laughs) Well, it's not a cruise that I'd go on. I have no idea. (laughs) Uh, a bib. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, gosh. What do you think, Lori?
5: Your glasses.
0: Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Again. That way you can see everyone better.
3: <laughs> what do you think, Claire? I'd say bring a towel. A towel? <laughs> a towel to wipe Something to sit on. Oh something!
0: I was going to say, you going to wipe your corner of your drools away, or what
2: do you have to do with the towel? Okay. What do you think, Linda? Uh, I think I'd wear my hat so I wouldn't have to see anyone. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Paul?
1: Depends. Is this a formal dinner? Because <laughs> <laughs> if it is, I'm going to have to wear my bow tie. Yeah,
0: well, there you go. What would you wear if it wasn't formal?
1: I would not
4: wear my bow tie.
0: Oh, Oh, gosh. Tim, what do you think?
4: I would wear two masks. One one below and one over (laughs) my mouth.
0: (laughs) Oh, but you can still see everybody else, but you don't want people to... See you. So well, that
4: what you're trying to say? That's my decision. You know, it's a personal thing. Oh,
0: okay. <laughs> what do you think, Annie?
6: Okay, I, it, when you said the question, I missed the question, but oh. I kind of got the understanding from the responses. So we should love our body and feel comfortable in it. Whether we look at other people or whether it's us. Uh, so I would probably say go natural and nothing. What yeah. <laughs> would you wear to dinner? Just go as you are. It's, if everyone is like that, why not? Yeah, yeah. If I wear something, i would just stand out. I don't want to stand out. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs>
0: what do you think, Bobby?
7: Oh, God. <laughs> well, um... <laughs> Uh, I would never be on a nude cruise anywhere. So I wouldn't right. put anybody through that. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, someone told me the other day, you, oh, you're young. You have a body of a 20 year old. I said, I'm giving it back. I'm getting it all wrinkled. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I, I would wear a smile and a bow tie. <laughs> oh,
0: there you go. You make it professional. Of course. Yes. Absolutely.
7: Formal nudity. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so in wrap up, what do you think if we went around to each one of you, what would you have, you know, it's, it's been a crazy month. We've had, uh, right now there's about 272 wildfires in British Columbia, and there's an exorbitant amount in the Pacific Northwest side oregon california washington state we're all struggling with drought and then in other areas there's crazy crazy flooding i couldn't even keep up with social media i couldn't even keep up with the breaking news this last few weeks between buildings collapsing wildfires floods covid um And we had a terrible crane accident in Kelowna, British Columbia, where the crane fell down and killed four of the workers. And believe it or not, the crane fell on a building next door and killed one person, one man that was working in the office. That's crazy. So considering everything that's happened this month, we don't want to put a doldrums on everything, but it's just been a really crazy month of strange and unusual things happening. What would you like to say with your final notes to every all all our listeners? Who would like to start?
1: I'll start. Go for it. Go for it, Laura.
5: Um, well, obviously with me being in funeral service, so I'm, I'm present for people during all this difficult time. And, um, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, no one ever says on their deathbed, oh, I wish I had more things. Uh, they just wish they had more time and memories. So, um, just remember, um, how precious life is and to, uh, truly put your energy in what's important to you.
0: That's lovely. Thank you. What do you
8: think, Betsy? I have a new appreciation for life. My husband died. He was 66. My brother died this year. He was 67. Don't worry about what other people think. Do what you want to do. Do what's right for you and enjoy life and celebrate life every single day. And that's what I choose to do, celebrate life with my son. That's
0: beautiful. Thank you.
8: Thank you.
1: Thank you for having
0: me Oh, awesome. Thank you, Paul. Uh, what do you think?
1: I think that uh, it's important that we give kindness, grace, and patience to people because we don't know what they're going through. You know, they could be rude, but there could be a reason for it. So it's important that we, we express grace and kindness to everyone.
0: That's lovely too. Gosh, I got the best group, don't I? So I feel like I'm a teacher and I've taught you all well. (laughs) You all get A pluses.
3: What do you think, Claire? I'd say that each of us has a special gift that we're called to share with the world. Mm
4: -hmm. And each
3: of us has a unique gift and we should find courage in speaking that gift or you know, sharing that gift. And that the bottom line of all of this is love. Do unto others, however, whatever faith you might be, but treat others as you would want to be treated. And remember that we're human. That's the thread that holds us all together. Mm-hmm. Is that we're human and we're capable of much love.
0: That's beautiful, too. Oh, you guys are really killing it.
2: What do you think, Linda? My Instagram post today mentioned that we each have a skill, a talent or a way of being in the world. For me, one of those is being joy and bringing joy and compassion to people. The rest of that post was from Edgar Casey, who said, and I mentioned it earlier, for each of us to use who we are to be a channel of blessings, not only to ourselves, but also to each other. We can do that actively in action and outward movement, Mm -hmm. and we can do it by taking some quiet, whether you call it prayer or meditation or sending good energy or holding people mm, in the light, whatever your language is, it's all energetic. It is all felt. It all moves out like ripples in a pond. Absolutely. That's beautiful. Isn't that
0: funny how you just did that post today? That's that's interesting. That's interesting. What do you think, Tim?
4: Well, I agree with Dr. Claire. My mantra is love thy neighbor. And you know, I believe strongly that if we all practiced that we wouldn't be seeing all this devastation and pain and suffering in the world today, Mm -hmm. you know, we, we'd be doing God's work and, and, you know, there's just so much hatred and, and bias and everything is very divisive today. And, you know, love thy neighbor. To me, it just stands out at the top of the hill and everything else pales in a in comparison.
0: Awesome.
6: That's beautiful too. What do you think, Annie? I live my life following my own motto saying that reality can change in one split second. So I would say to people not to be hard on, them, on themselves. Don't be don't be hard on yourself. Cuz we tend to be our most critical You know, we we judge ourselves so much. We shouldn't. And I will agree with uh, Dr. Claire because I think it's very important to treat everyone like we want to be treated. The world would be a better place if we treat everyone like we want to be treated. Being kind, being generous with feelings, not with materials, feelings, and supportive. That's all we can do and enjoy even the simple stuff in life. Mm -hmm.
0: Yes, absolutely. Thank you. That's beautiful too. Bobby, can you beat that? I don't know.
7: Oh, no. Well, I I guess, Annie, I'm going to have to go on a nude cruise now that you said that. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to say I'm just honored to be with all of you today. I, you know, I live in this little insular world and, um, you know, it's nothing brings me more joy than to make people smile and laugh. And uh, so, and that was my mother's gift to me. That was my mother's message to me. And, uh, you know, no matter what's going on in my life, I try so hard to make myself laugh. Um, And, uh, but I I'm just honored to be with this amazing group of people. You're all so passionate and different and i think that that's the world and we have to like what tim was saying about love thy neighbor i already love you guys you know <laughs> you know so but but i feel like there's there's a way to be the messenger of that healing and be the messenger of that love and my in my world through humor and 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 that's my and that is my gift and you know uh, i'm happy to share that at any time But whose phone is is? Do you want to pick it up, or you want me to answer it?
4: No, (laughs) it was was just a text. It was just a a text about that guy who boarded a plane dressed as his wife. (laughs) (laughs) Because he had- the fairies from
7: New York that was trying to get out.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Only in New York. I thought there was some in L.A. too, guys.
4: (laughs) Yeah, plenty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
7: <laughs>
0: well, we have uh, lots here too. But so. thank you
7: for having me, Tina. I'm I'm, I'm honored thank to be you. been here today. So.
0: And I'm honored to have all of you because it's really meant a lot to me. It's my 1 year anniversary. And it's been awesome. It's been an absolutely beautiful, awesome time. And we're all different but we're all the same. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. It really is. And I don't know who can tell me, what do I say at the end of my show?
5: Carol Burnett, our
2: favorite. (laughs) Well, just before that, what do I say?
7: uh, I didn't study that one, sorry.
0: (laughs) You'll remember one as soon as I say it. How's that? If you are thinking of someone today in your mind while you're watching the show that you love and care about, Please reach out to them, pick up the phone, text Mm -hmm. them, Skype them, message them, whatever it is. There's so many different ways. Tell them how much you love and care about them because you don't know what tomorrow may bring. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, Carol Burnett. Does anybody want to sing it with me? Because I don't want this to end, but we have (laughs) to end it at some point. So... I'm so glad we had this time together just to have a laugh or sing a song. Seems we just get started. And before you know it, comes a time we have to say
4: so long. Thanks, Tina. You're Thank
3: welcome. You. Thank you. Happy anniversary. It was yes. congratulations you.
0: on your year. I can't it's believe it. I can't believe it. Already a year. Congratulations. Yeah. So thanks, everybody. I couldn't do it without you, and I couldn't do it without our listeners. So if you haven't liked or subscribed or clicked on my bell, ring my bell. Ring my bell.
4: <laughs> All the best, everybody. <laughs> All right. Bye, everybody. Thank you.
3: Everybody, you. Thank you.
4: Bye. Bye, bye,
0: everyone. Bye, everybody. Thanks for coming. Thank you, listeners. There you are, Lori. Thanks for coming.
5: Yeah, no worries. I just wanted to wait until you clicked out. Um, okay.
1: Never. We're
0: going to end it. Bye, guys. Bye, listeners. Lots of love. Stay safe. Be kind.